ನಾರಾಯಣ ನಮಸ್ಕೃತ್ಯಾನರಂಶಯಂ ದೇವಿಂ ಸರಸ್ವತಿಂ ವ್ಯಾಸಂ ತೋ ಜಯಂ ಮುದೀರೇತ್ ನಷ್ಟ ಪ್ರಾಯು ಭದ್ರೇಶು ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಭಾಗವತ ಸೇವೆಯ ಭಗವತಿಯುತ್ತಮ ಶ್ಲೋಕೆ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ಭವತಿ ನೈಸ್ತಿಕಿ ಮುಖಂ ಕರೋತಿ ಮಾಚಾಲಂ ಪಂಗುಂ ಲಂಗಾಯತೆ ಗಿರಿಂ ಯತ್ಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಂ ದೀನತಾರಿಣಂ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ಮಾಧವಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯೇಶ್ವರಂ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟು ಫೈವ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಏಟೀನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಏಟ್ Bhavan Yugantar uh, in the matter of the residence of Jambudvipa of a prayer. Bhavan Yugantar Tar Nava Urmi Malini Kshonim Imam Oshadi Viru Dhamni Dhim Maya Soho Maya Sahoru Kramateja Ojasa Tasmai Jishitrana Ghanatmane Nama Iti Almighty Lord at the end of the millennium this planet earth is the source of all kinds of herbs drugs and trees was inundated by water and drowned beneath the devastating waves at that time you protected me along with the earth and roamed the sea with great speed oh unborn one you are the actual maintainer of the entire universal creation and therefore you are the cause of all living entities i offer my respectful obeisances unto you um purport by divine grace bhakti vedanta swami shri prabhu envious persons cannot appreciate how it maintains and annihilates the universe but devotees of the lord can understand this perfectly well devotees can see how the lord is acting behind the wonderful workings of the material nature in bhagavad gita 9.10 the lord says mayadyakshena prakriti suyate sa characharam hetunanena kaunteya jagad viparivartate this material nature is working under my direction o son of kunti and it's producing all moving and unmoving beings by its rule this manifestation is created and annihilated again and again all the wonderful transformations of nature are happening under the superintendence of the supreme personality of god it envious persons cannot see this but a devotee even though very humble and even if uneducated knows that behind all the activities of nature is the supreme hand of the supreme being 
नमस्ते सारस्वती देवी गौरवाणी प्रचारणी of the Ganga coming, right? No. Varshas. Oh, okay. He is uh, describing the different Varshas of Jambunipa. And now the Lord is being worshipped in each. Okay. So here we see the... So Jambunipa is, uh, is one of the Varshas. No. In the Jam- uh, one of the Dvipas, and in that Jambudvipa, we have so many nine Varshas. And so all the uh, Varshas are all glorifying the Lord. So, O Almighty Lord, at the end of this planet Earth, which is the source of all kinds of herbs, shrubs, and trees, was inundated by water. So maybe at the end of Satya Yuga, it happened. End of the millennium of this. Okay, so, and... All was inundated by water and drowned beneath the devastating waves. It was drowned the water, the Garbhudaka water is there, and um, Garbhudakshai Vishnu is lying that, uh, on uh, Anantasesha, and this earth fell down, went to the bottom of this universe. And so it had to be picked up. Who can pick it up? Lord can do that, and he came in the form of a um, of a boar, because the boar goes. I mean, it goes to dirty places and all that. Though the Lord is not dirty, neither is the water dirty. But just a lila, he did that task of lifting the earth on his nose and bringing it up. And you protected me to the jump. And then so, um, so the Lord protected the earth and uh, and also Jambudvipa as a distance of was in a and so he was carrying the earth and roamed the sea with great speed. O oh, unborn one, you are the actual maintainer of the entire universe and therefore you are the cause of all of the I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. So, we have to constantly glorify the Lord because He is really worth glorifying. We are so used to just glorifying small, small people, heroes. We say something extraordinary and we just you know, rave about that. But what about the Lord? He is worthy of being really glorified. 
especially materialistic people people are you know they like to somebody's got some special uh, talent or uh, some extraordinary thing they have and everybody goes gaga over that and you know they become uh, he worshiped literally by and they fan club and so on and here uh, i mean these devotees they understand actually the exact thing how it, everything is situated in the mode of goodness is when you can see things as they are you know that is everything spiritual how everything is resting on the energy of the lord the lord has got two energies material energies and spiritual energy so this material energy is what has created this material world and sometimes we find difficulty connecting material world with krishna because he is spiritual how he is connected with the material so this is the confusion among materialistic people and that's why they think well, how can krishna do anything he is spiritual he is only in the temple or in the dham or somewhere far away in the spiritual world but material activity is totally opposite to spiritual so we do connect and even mayavadis the shankaracharya given philosophy he could easily fool them i mean he was advised by krishna to fool them and take them from atheistic buddhist philosophy which is very very sub religious you know a very basic kind of philosophy just of material world from there they had to be brought to the vedic version i mean vedic fold and so he said make it sound very atheistic so they'll easily dump into this dump ship and come here and so he what a concoction he did he wanted to prove that the lord is impersonal it's almost atheism only so for that he said that you know if anything creates something else it will get and then it no longer be its original thing so because the lord if you say that the uh, because the lord comes here in the material world so they say that he's got transformed he cannot be the same he cannot be spiritual because he came here he is material maybe material mode of goodness whereas the brahman brahma jyoti which they see is the topmost that will never get transformed so then what is this they are saying that the lord never created all this he just came here and he became a material person then created everything so he says that actually everything is an brahman can never transform itself to uh, material there's no connection between the two so this is simply an illusion what you think you're seeing is you're not actually seeing how somebody can convince themselves that everything is illusion whatever i'm experiencing is an illusion and whatever i'm eating whatever i'm talking everything is illusion you'll go crazy like you think everything is an illusion so that is how um, they they could not explain I mean, Shankaracharya believed in that philosophy. He never believed that. He was very much a Vaishnava. He is Lord Shiva, and under the instructions of Vishnu, told Parvati, "I am going to do a very dirty job, which I don't even want to, but I am forced to do because Krishna told me to do." So he is doing a job which he doesn't like to do, but he is doing it. Yeah, I mean, this is another example of how, when you want to please Krishna, sometimes you may have to do things that you don't like doing. and yet you do it out of love for krishna and this is one of those jobs and then everybody all the vaishnavas will also keep uh, you know condemning what is this why did shankaracharya mislead like that he has to take all those criticism and uh, he himself doesn't like doing it saying 
things against Krishna, he has to blaspheme Krishna. And we constantly said, Mayavadi, oh, the Shankaracharya, Mayavadi philosophy, everybody is very upset with them. And what a difficult task, all the most difficult tasks get passed on to Lord Shiva. <laughs> because he is nobody, you can find somebody so very surrendered and a lover of Krishna like him, anything for Krishna he will do. And so, we do not conduct Shankaracharya for that, because he was ordered to do it. But he himself, he always was meditating on Krishna, and he also told Finally, I mean, he told his followers also, so that, after nicely misleading, if somebody is a little intelligent, for him, he also gave a gateway like that. And it's mentioned that his mother, when she was uh, in a uh, deathbed, she wanted Shankaracharya to come and, you know, in the last moment. So they sent word and Shankaracharya immediately came to his mother. And mother asked, tell me the most important thing, I'm going to leave the body, please tell me something by which my life will become successful and I will get complete liberation. So um, Shankaracharya told, you, I mean, you have to go and merge in the, just think of Brahma Jyoti, Brahma, and you'll go and merge in that. Then his mother said, hey, Shankara, please tell me something which is really true. Don't, you know, give me something. I'm leaving the body now and don't tell me all this. So then Shankaracharya told all his disciples, now get up and then he, you all go and wait outside. And he locked the door and he told, actually, just think about Vasudeva Krishna in your heart and you'll go back to him. So this is the real Shankaracharya. And so, because, and what he preached was, how can the Lord have, so he never thought, here it's very clear that the Lord has got the energies, spiritual and material. So with the material thing, he is controlling. Behind the of the material nature is the Lord's hand. This material nature is working under my direction, O son of Kunti, and it is producing all moving and unmoving beings. By its rule, this manifestation is created and annihilated again and again. So, he normally, the materialistic person has a doubt. How, why will Krishna want to create this world? which is totally opposed to his nature. First of all, we can't even believe that he has got this. You know, many people, for their material problems, that is why they don't even have faith that Krishna can solve material problems. And Krishna is all spiritual. If I want to go back But what about solving, maybe in the, at work, some problems, some relationship problem, or uh, some, uh, whatever it is, all our fears, and um, so many things, how to, even solve uh, some, I mean, learn some skill. Everything we think, oh, this is all, I have to slog it myself. Only for spiritual things, going back to God, okay, chanting Hare Krishna is all about only for to be liberated. So, okay, that's not so important right now. Right now, I have to live my material life. That's why most people don't give importance to Hare Krishna mantra, because they think that it is meant for going back to God, and I think I'm quite young now, so more years I'll be here, first let me do all my material duties. But actually, Krishna is saying, everything is coming from you, even matter. So, 
an intelligent one, once we know, we will know that Krishna's, um, uh, you know, uh, this thing influence is everywhere. There is not even not even a blade will move, blade of grass will move without Krishna's sanction. Not even natural things, even machines. <laughs> that is also in his nature only. I mean, material nature has been created by him. You might think, oh, machines? No, that is all con- uh, created by man. He only produced it. So that's how Krishna can do, isn't it? I mean, this is the normal uh, materialist who's not chanted Hare Krishna and who's come new to the movement. He'll have all such uh, doubts. I myself, for that, I'm guilty of that. When I first joined the movement in 1984, uh, and then one of the Ratyatras, I think, um, it was in the year 1988 or 1989. Uh, we had gone to um, this thing, Calcutta. And uh, so the Ratyatra, after the Ratyatra was going, and uh, 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 His Holiness Jayatak Swami was there on the Rat. And, uh, you know, whenever there was any electric line or uh, blocking on the road, then the canopy would go down, right? They had that mechanism. And then again, when they cross that, then it will come back. So this was one particular place where this, uh, those, um, you know, the canopy wouldn't go uh, back. Something got stuck. Okay. So they were trying the devotees. And Gurmaraj, Rolas Devdas Swami started chanting Hare Krishna mantra. And I, I mean, though I, I came across this corner in '84, I was, I got initiated in '89, and I did not know, I mean, the philosophy that much because we didn't have much association those days. I was just reading, but I didn't know this, how, you know, practically how uh, even uh, all material things, uh, material energy of Krishna and how everything works. Uh, atom, I mean, the Paramatma in every atom also is there. All the knowledge I didn't have. And I thought, this is something material to do. She always chanting of Hare Krishna. And I was amazed that after he chanted Hare Krishna very quickly, the, uh, they figured out, I mean, they read it and it went up. So, that is how, I mean, we are not able to, uh, I mean, um, until we, are, we study the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, chant Hare Krishna mantra, and we understand that Krishna has got energies. Both are working under his thing only. And Brahma Samhita is clearly saying that, uh, Prakriti or the material nature is like a shadow of the Supreme Lord. He does exactly what he is told. All the Devatas are also not independent. Indra, Chandra, Varuna, Vayu, Agni. All these people who are taking care of the universe. Because it's material, Vishnu doesn't want to get involved directly. So he has got his appointed. He put um, Indra as his uh, representative and he is supposed to all the other devas and whenever they really have some real problem that's when first to Brahma then Shiva and finally it goes to Vishnu so we can see how he doesn't get involved in direct management only you know only when it things really become very difficult then you know ideal uh, what you call leader business leaders they should follow that management management leaders they should understand, they shouldn't try to make Krishna gives full freedom. Yes, he appoints everyone, okay, you do your job. And they have full freedom to do it. And, and, they, and they have to work in sync with what 
Krishna's uh, things, actions are, his instructions are, they, that they should, they will be trained and then, and anyway, even for training, he is acting as a Paramatma in their hearts and giving all directions. So he doesn't want to get directly uh, so, uh, these people are doing this. Yet, he is, it's only because of them all this is created. He knows everything inside out. So, whenever they get into a mess, then what do they do? They go to him only. And uh, then Vishnu gives uh, out of suggestions sometimes. Because they tried all possible uh, remedies and everything up to their, whatever, their intelligence. Sometimes it seems like an impossible problem that cannot be solved at all. And then Vishnu they go to and he's always smiling, he's not disturbed, he knows everything. He's aware of the problem. But he allows everyone to <coughs> try it out themselves. Finally, when they come to him, then he'll give very nice solutions and they follow that everything So in the same way, and Krishna wants that. That we immediately actually we are very intelligent if we immediately turn to Krishna when there is a problem. Just like you know, the difference between Prahlad and the other devatas of different planets. Pachipur is harvesting everyone because there's nobody who escaped them other than Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Everybody else was completely under his control. All the rishis, minamunis also, and all the uh, heads of different planetary systems, everybody was just doing what Hiranyakashipu said. Otherwise, he will terrorize them and, you know, he, he just didn't allow that. They have, they, they had to stop all worship, no yajnas, no worship of Vishnu or anybody, no devatas, nobody you can worship, only me, Hiranyakashipu, Ayinama, they had to only chant that and build temples of Hiranyakashipu and everybody. Violently do, did that. So they were all very harassed, you know. And initially, it's mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam that they tried different ways, you know, the heads of the planets, kings. They tried different ways going to the devatas or trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, um, get over this problem. And finally, because nothing has worked, then they think that let us go to Vishnu only. And so they control their senses and their mind, they stopped eating, they stopped sleeping, and then just sat meditating on Vishnu and praying to him, Oh Lord, please do something. They're being terribly harassed by Hiranyakashipu. And at that time, the Lord didn't appear before them. But he spoke and his words just boomed, you know, very grave and deep. They could hear his voice and he said, I'm aware of what is happening, but don't be afraid. I'm going to come and sort it out. You just wait for that time. Uh, so then they relax. Okay, now Irene Kashku is as good as dead. So then they relax. But on the other hand, you see Prahlada Maharaj. He was just a baby of a child of five years old. Uh, you know, five years. And what did he do? Every time his father, I mean, he was at the under the nose of Irene Kashku every minute. And he uh, and he he defied all these people compromised and said okay okay Hiranyakashipu Namaha otherwise he'll kill us so they surrendered I mean they compromised but Prahlad he you know he said no father even though it was his father he said, that's not true Vishnu is the supreme and if he had just compromised and told him but in in his heart he believed Vishnu 
Mr. Supreme, but he just told his father, like all the others did. They are not that they really accepted him, but out of fear, they just said, okay, you are the Supreme. Now, if he had just said like that, Hiranyakashipu would have been very happy. He was his pet son. But Prahlad said, no, I cannot tell lies. Yeah, Vishnu is the Supreme. He knew Hiranyakashipu is a tyrant. Everybody is terrified. He didn't care because he had full faith in Vishnu. He was always remembering him. Smaranam. And even though he subjected him to such tortures, you know, throwing him, um, you know, down the mountain cliff and then a small child, okay, and then putting him into the fire and the pit of snakes and under the elephant, feeding him poison and not a soul with him. Not even his mother could open her mouth. In such a situation, what did he do? He didn't at all get scared because his mind and senses are fully controlled. He's always thinking of Krishna. Oh, Krishna. Okay, I just think about you. That's all. And at every time he was saved. So, Narsimadev came only for Prahlad. The other people, he okay, he conveyed the message and all that. And actually, to uh, kill Hiranyakashipu, I mean, or to protect all of them, he had to kill Hiranyakashipu. That didn't require his personally coming. He has Sudarshan Chakra, he's got different. In a fraction of a second, he can finish off whoever he wants. He doesn't have to, and he, he, he doesn't have to go with Brahmaji's, uh, uh, you know, wounds and all that. He's beyond all that. But he came only for the sake of Prahlad who surrendered to them. That, you know, the entire seventh canto is all about Narsimadev, Prahlad, Hiranyakashipu. These three characters are the main. And all about how Prahlad, his unflinching faith in the small, tiny child, and uh, he has such deep conviction about the Lord. Something amazing. That the Lord comes for such things. And then, even his elder brother Hiranyaksha, Hiranyakashipu's elder brother Hiranyaksha, who actually was the cause of the earth falling down. Why is that? Because I think they drilled the earth too much for Hiranyakashipu, Hiranya, they offer all the gold. They kept drilling, drilling, drilling too much of. Uh, drilling of the earth to mine, uh, you know, to get a lot of gold. And so the earth lost its balance and fell down to the Garbhodaka ocean. And at present also we are just exploiting the earth, drilling for oil and uh, this, so on. So, I don't know. That can also upset the balance of the earth. I mean, extremely, if we keep on doing over a period of years, we don't know. But at that time, Krishna won't <laughs> Maybe it won't happen because it's not mentioned in the Bhagavatam and all that. That earth is going to fall into the Garbhotaka and the avatar of Krishna is going to come. So we have saved. We may not actually fall into the Garbhotaka. But enough damage is done. All the environmental issues are happening. Too much heat and uh, too much water somewhere. Too much heat somewhere. Too much cold somewhere. All uh, against the natural uh, scheme of things. So... That way we are suffering. But Hiranyaksha was a super uh, demon so and very, very powerful. So he could, he really did something by which the whole balance of the earth was upset and she fell down. That 
again, uh, the Lord came in me only to lift the earth. Because earth is his consort, very dear to him. And so he, nobody else could do that job. Lift it so easily and put her back in uh, this thing. Um, in, uh, in, in her place. Only Krishna can do that. Of course, Vishnu also can, uh, can do uh, Vishnu only came as, not Krishna, Vishnu came as uh, uh, this thing, uh, as um, uh, Varahadev. So, uh, so they are glorifying him. I mean, each time, what wonderful things Krishna does. All the pastimes and all the activities, so very artistic, and everything happens so in a very neat and wonderful way that we can keep on reading Bhagavatam. Many, many, many times we keep reading throughout our lives. And each time we read, each time it seems so wonderful, amazing. And each time we seem to appreciate something more than what we do. That's because as we are chanting and doing services, we get more attracted to Krishna. And so we are able to appreciate Him even better than what we do. So that is what is Krishna and uh, all these people in um, Jambudvipa are aware about, uh, you know, this um, glorifying them. So, this, uh, our uh, spiritual progress depends upon um, this thing. Smaranam, sorry, Shravanam. So we hear about Krishna, we hear His holy names, and we hear about Krishna, and then our appreciation really increases. Right? Such a great person. Imagine, this Mahavishnu, who is outside this universe, he is uh, lying there, in the ocean there, and uh, from his pores, from his pores, all universes are coming out, and ours is the smallest universe. This itself is so huge, and there are million times this. So many universes are coming out of his pores. Then you can imagine what size he must be. We can't even imagine, and uh, and he's bigger than the biggest unimaginable size, and he's also so tiny that he enters inside an atom, and he's present everywhere. In all the atoms and inside, the, as a Paramatma, inside the microbe also is there. The tiny microbe, it's got a heart. And in the heart, the Atma of that microbe is there. And along with that uh, Atma, his Paramatma is also there. So he can become tinier than the tiniest and bigger than the biggest. And, you know, whatever he plans and everything moves so wonderfully, all the descriptions so perfectly, Everything and all for a particular plan. He's got a plan for everyone. Right? For each and every one of us. He's got a plan for us. And of course he gives freedom also for us. The only freedom we have is whether we want to listen to him and be, you know, in this material world also live a comfortable life and go back home. Or we don't want to take his authority. Struggle. Okay, write out on your own sometimes happy, sometimes sad, and we think, I did it, and then you become a Kasura-like character, very proud and arrogant, and harass other people, trying to control them, and then you fall down, and we fall down, and then again, we have to rise up. That's been happening so many lifetimes. And Krishna gives us the freedom to decide. And finally, 
when he thinks that we have been nicely, you know, we've had burnt enough, or some people even after burning, still they don't realize, unless we have some kind of pious credit, you know, normally, when we do some pious activities, then we are purified, right? Even if it is just helping someone, doing some good to other people, material things. But still, it builds up and builds up because it uh, develops our mode of goodness. In the mode of passion and ignorance, we don't do pious activities. So we don't only sense gratification. So at least uh, while we are doing that, we think of, let me help somebody and do something, or even religious activities, some ritual we do. Then what happens? That increases our mode of goodness. Then we can appreciate, oh, let me see, spiritual life, uh, because in the mode of goodness, more we develop mode of goodness, we can understand about the existing or existence of the soul. That I'm not the body, I'm the soul, and then you become more uh, calm and equipoised, and um, you can appreciate the same uh, that the soul is inside everyone so you um you know you are uh, what do you call um, not exploitative and you want everyone to also live peacefully so all this happens in the mode of goodness normally the root is like this that you through bias credits then uh, either uh, you get enough bias credits that you are allowed to go to the heavenly planets or if you are um, even more developed, then you can you are heading towards spiritual life. So normally that is the method. And other people are simply Rajaguna, Tamaguna, their karma taking different different material births. But but that is what in this age, because everybody is we are all the final residue, the residue of all living entities in this universe who didn't make it to the spiritual world. And so, that means we have been trying to enjoy and enjoy a lot of self-gratification. Finally, we are here in the Kali Yuga on this earth. And there's hardly much mode of goodness anyway happening. It's all geared, our education system is all geared towards mode of passion. And uh, mode of ignorance also, because it only talks about the body. How to enjoy, how to enjoy. So, mode of passion and ignorance. So, hardly any goodness is promoted. Forget about God. There is no God. Just work hard and you enjoy. That is the only purpose of life. So, in this scenario, that is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come. Somehow, he wants to, you know, give this mercy. Somehow, he wants to enter our hearts, even we are not uh, of a spiritual life because of lack of mode of goodness and we may be condemning everything, we don't even believe in God. Then he thought, yeah, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he knows he is very good, the Lord knows how to people. He attracted as Buddha, he stopped, whatever he wants he can get it done, right? He wanted them to stop um, this thing, uh, stop all animal killing. So he said, there is no God. Just follow my instructions, stop people. So they said, okay, we'll follow that. And then, as Shankaracharya sent Shiva to tell, actually, you know, there is no personal God. So he can he can do all this, uh, you know, misleading just for an, a higher cause. And in the same way, here, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, everybody's total Maya, passion and ignorance, I have to somehow enter them in different, different ways in which they are not even aware. 
that uh, you know that, that they're connecting with me and they're getting purified they're getting spiritual their knowledge has to somehow enter them so that is why he uh, you know uh, he has this uh, holy name where in india we know this is god's name and all that so we try to avoid most of the people say no and this and all i don't want now uh, now is not the time and so on in western countries they didn't know what it means some singing so they started singing and dancing and th- that is why you know they were all how did they become devotees amazing miracle of all miracles prabhupad went there all alone he just did kirtan so many devotees uh, you know uh, so that's how true and then prasadam these are the two things prabhupad used he got oh, very nice swamiji is giving wonderful tasty food they just went to eat it was all gra- i mean they were seekers of truth but they never they don't have understood what is krishna consciousness and all that in the beginning prabhupad only sang and gave prasadam and whatever philosophy he spoke something went into their heads some little thing not but it was actually his association he was purifying and then uh, this uh, his prasadam and his chanting though somehow krishna entered krishna enters through the holy name into us and purifies us through prasadam he enters us and purifies us and uh, devotees by their blessings and prayers we get purified so without directly doing anything much we don't even even not being aware of what's happening we can get advancement so that is how krishna is planning in every uh, yuga how to catch you know living it is a bad children who are rebellious and do, they don't want krishna and he, but he is like a loving parent who wants to do good even though the child is bad child can never i mean a parent can never say what to do bad children leave them no parent can do that no mother at least can do and krishna i mean father also because good father and mother both can never give up on their children like that so krishna also never gives up on his children and so mm, he uh, came as chaitanya mahaprabhu now um i actually i want to say something oh ah uh, yes see normally for those who are in the varnashrama system that was happening in all the other ages a varnashrama system is uh, slowly to make people go up uh, you know to the mode of goodness and then become spiritual also spiritual gradually so you have uh, dharma artha kama moksha i mean four varnas uh, they had to do the varnashrama mostly all material things only what job you have to do and what uh, this thing uh, level of uh, you know spiritual this thing you are in either you are a brahmana vaishya uh, which status you are so it is totally external but the rules such that you have to do some dharma or spiritual activities so the first thing in the varnashrama is what first you get dharma you learn how to do dharma you do how uh, you know um, like um, dharma uh, i mean essentially do the dharma if you see there are so many different dharmas on varnashrama dharma we say anything which is uh, you know religious and which is meant for our spiritual upliftment is dharma but um, uh, so in the varnashrama dharma the first dharma is that you have to uh, first 
undergo spiritual training and so the children were sent to gurukul or they were sent to the forest or they were sent to dut tapasya whoever it may be maybe you know a great uh, emperor his children also sent not that they were say you just stay here and we'll just teach you everything no everyone had to have self realization then only they can do the next thing is artha when when somebody is developed in dharma then automatically uh, krishna i mean arranges automatically the karma also is there but still because they are doing dharma then krishna provides artha quite easily you know money and uh, then karma uh, whatever is allowed in the scriptures you can have sense gratification regulated not unlimited like in today's world the sky is the limit keep on enjoying in fact we have completely changed the rules of <laughs> laws of nature that everybody i mean the youth are living their time in the night time and day time i mean the early hours are meant for sleeping and and now work from home means okay and then all the different um, time zones and all that it's crazy everything against nature natural laws but no karma means it has to follow Uh, you know, regulative uh, principles within the natural laws made by Krishna and the spiritual laws, everything. Following that, then one has karma, sense gratification, and because in dharma he is able to follow all that, and then mm, he uh, gets satisfied also. Otherwise, without regulation, one will never be satisfied. One will keep on doing till the end of life. even the one on the deathbed also you know this uh, akbar birbal stories akbar asked birbal till what age will a man be interested in uh, the opposite sex you know so birbal said to the point of death so akbar said how can it be an old man how he will be interested so okay birbal said okay let's go visit one old man who is in the verge of that you just bring your young daughter also along so all of them went to the hospital uh, you know so akbar imagine he is come there uh, he uh, and then birbal and then this daughter that old man just casually looked at akbar birbal and all then he was looking at the young girl his eyes were going there only so birbal looked at akbar now you saw what i told you so a person who has not led the regulated Followed Varnashrama will be like that, but Varnashrama because it follows dharma, everything is regulated. In the beginning only there is uh, all this sense control, mind control, so that by the time they come to the sense gratification, that also they do it in a regulated way and they are satisfied. Because most of the people, uh, you know, from Grihastham, you are supposed to go to Manapastham. On the Grihastham, uh, uh, in today's world, after Grihastham, when you retire. you can have unlimited sense gratification because at least as a grihastha you have to take a job and you have to take care of children so many duties so only weekend times you can only in the weekends you enjoy but retired people can enjoy every day so that is what we think we save money and retirement will have fun throughout no it was not like that because they were regulated they finished they thought okay now we've done our duties we've enjoyed everything now is the time for spiritual progress and that's what 
you know so they were able to do that it's not easy to do that right unless they've had a spiritual orientation from the beginning they trained that this is the purpose of life and we also do spiritual practices by which our mind is controlled senses are controlled regulated then we come to vana uh, prasthan so these things were there in the earlier yugas and this yuga nobody is following any varnashrama at all so that is why hari krishna chanting is so very important for everyone whether even materialistic people require you chant okay god devotee no problem chant at least you can follow varnashrama chant even three four rounds no problem we have to meet the chanting will be the basis of establishing varnashrama Prabhupada said, eventually Varnashrama, he didn't establish Varnashrama in the beginning. Nobody is controlled or nobody has any spiritual uh, thing, you know, knowledge or anything. So, that will come later on because everybody cannot... So, um, we have to, um, you know, so Varnashrama, uh, Prabhupada said, has to be established because not everybody is going to become a pure devotee. They all want to go slow, but then if they follow that, then they will uh, keep on progressing. Even they have take many births, but they keep on progressing because the rules of Varnashrama are like that. It will help everyone to progress. So, the chanting, that is why there is a big need, an urgency for everyone to chant. Even if they are Devata worshippers, no problem. Tell them you do a, doing that chant Hare Krishna also. Okay, it will give you some more regulation. Because Devata worshippers, they don't follow much. They just, whenever they want something, they do some puja, yajna, that's all. I don't know. All of them are following all the rules of Vedas. Uh, you know, they are not uh, really following Varnashrama properly. So, but Hare Krishna chanting is much, much more powerful than even Padmashrama. So, even by chanting a few rounds, they will develop a lot of spirituality, a lot of purification. And then, in fact, they will hit towards, okay, let me become a better devotee, better devotee. They'll come to pure devotional service over a period of time. And then, they can, uh, you know, and for us devotees, as we are chanting, we should become more and more absorbed in the Holy Name because the Holy Name is Krishna Himself. And we should be able to glorify the Lord all that He is doing. Everything is under His control. And even if we have some problems, we should see how definitely if Krishna is allowing it to happen, there must be some purpose behind it. Good thing for me to learn. So it is mainly to make me come closer to him, even even tease the gopis by calling them in the middle of the night and then disappearing. And they were so upset, they were crying in separation for him and then they, when he appeared, he said, why did you do like this? You just called uh, us here and then you disappeared and all that. They were complaining to him. And he said, see, I did this to increase your love for me. So if he's doing that with Radharani and the gopis, then he'll definitely do for us who have forgotten him so much. So he has to do for the devotees also a little bit change and this thing here and there. So that we, you know, otherwise we'll forget him. 
and we also Maya, one, you know, one devotee asked Prabhupada, you must have heard this and he was repeating, uh, Prabhupada, what do I do? Sometimes, you know, I fall into Maya. And Prabhupada said, sometimes? You're always in Maya. Sometimes you come to Krishna consciousness. So, if we are very much attached to Maya, we are in the material world, we are attached to our body, we think we are the body, and theoretically we understand, but then practically we fail sometimes. And so, that is why we have to uh, keep reading and glorifying the Lord and begging Him, please, please, let me chant very nicely your holy name because you are appearing every day before me in the form of your name and you are allowing me to associate with you. You are allowing me to put you inside my heart. I mean through the years uh, he is going and he is purifying our heart. So much mercy you are giving me. Please uh, help me you know, develop some taste for your holy name. That Prabhupada said, 99% of our spiritual advancement happens just by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. So you must concentrate on that. The Yuga Dharma for the sage is chanting Hare Krishna Mantra and he's got the Yuga Avatar, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's got the best of everything, the best of the cream of all spiritual knowledge is given to us through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy and this is the topmost knowledge, topmost perfection of all spiritual realizations is what we have been given. So, we have to just try to improve our practices so that we can be elevated and then we can ensure that we don't come back to this material existence. And we go and it's possible. Chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, whatever level we are, it doesn't matter. If we, if we simply desire and we become humble and pray to Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda and the Guru Parampara. We can hopefully uh, think that yes, we can make it. Prabhupada said, just chant 16 rounds and follow four regulative principles throughout your life. I will personally come and take you back. So much reassurances. We've got such compassionate Acharyas who are all taking care of us and helping us in so many ways. Only we have to take advantage of that and not slip through our fingers. Such wonderful thing come fallen into our lap, I mean fallen on our hands and we should hold it, clasp it and uh, protect it and work on it. And then every day Krishna, because all this uh, knowledge about Krishna is revealed within the heart. So we have to every day, the more we chant, the more we serve, Krishna will reveal more and more, here I am, in everything, whatever you see, it's all, I'm only controlling, don't get disturbed. Just like he assured those uh, planet, uh, you know, the rulers, I'm only, I know everything, and I'm controlling everything, so don't get disturbed. Everything is controlled by Krishna. So, one who knows that will not get disturbed with anybody, if they do also, Krishna, you know, you are loving it, okay. Let it be, I'll just, maybe this is an opportunity for me to surrender more to you and take shelter of your lotus feet and become more service-minded instead of thinking of sense gratification. So in this way, uh, there is so much to, uh, you know, Bhagavatam. Ours is the smallest Bhagavatam, condensed Bhagavatam. Because they don't have so much of memory power. But in the heavenly planets, 
There's so much more, much, much bigger. The Lord can be expanded. I mean, glory is about them, can be expanded unlimitedly. And Ananta Deva is constantly is glorifying and still he has not come to an end. So that much glorification and unlimited qualities of Krishna. And so today is Ekadashi Day. Tamu, I feel very fortunate to, you know, uh, be there to with you all and sharing this great knowledge about about Srimad, I mean, about the Lord from the Srimad Bhagavatam. And we pray that we get more and more days to glorify the Lord. Then our life is made. All we have to do is remember Krishna, that's all. So among Vaishnavas, the only thing is two things which uh, we are given. What is the uh, rule for the Vaishnavas? What is the only austerity? Always remember Krishna and never forget Krishna. That's all. No other austerity required. The only thing is, always remember Krishna, never forget Krishna. So, Ekadashi helps us to, uh, you know, think more about Krishna and then we get to stop now. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Uh, please, uh, if you have anything to comment or questions, please do. Thank you, Mataji, for a wonderful explanation as per your number of years experience, you know, maybe the realizations you are sharing more. It really helps us. Please accept my humble obeisances of Guru Shushan Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Also, the last uh, explanation about Ekadashi added, uh, huh. it, is, uh, it is really a fact, like when Ekadashi comes, you know, um, on the Ekadashi day, if we didn't mm. had more rounds, you know, automatically, you know, that that gives us the spirit to be in the consciousness. So, mm. that's a day where we can at least uh, fill the gaps if we are, you know, deviated by some of our, as you said, in the beginning, explanation that, you know, uh, we are engaged uh, already in our all other material activities, but at the same time, Ekadashi is the best uh, day where we can try to correct ourselves. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mataji, for the wonderful session. Always um, uh, enlightening. Thank you so much. Uh, devotees, have any questions or comments? Please go ahead and ask. Um, Looks like there are no questions or comments, Mataji. We can conclude the session here. Thank you so much, Mataji.